Here we have the venerable Kula Pantaka with the nuns. <laughs> Buddhist Books Podcast, episode 115, Tipitaka, part 53, in which we will be continuing with Pakitiya, uh, in this case, 21, and possibly 22, and we'll see how it goes. If this is your first time seeing me, go ahead and click right there. That will take you to the Tipitaka playlist. And uh, better to start with episode one. And uh, to those for whom I just pointed at nothing, or uh, I didn't point at all because you're only hearing the audio, hello! Uh, when I say that, of course, I'm talking to the people on YouTube. Some of these videos are a bit more visually oriented, like the one where we did the movie reaction, for instance. The audio for that might be a little uh, dull. I don't know. Uh, let me know if you enjoyed it. Um, on the subject, a little bit of news, Edward Reeb's Buddhist Books podcast is now available on Spotify. So if you have Spotify on your phone, probably, usually it's the phone, right? Uh, you can type in just Edward Reeb and it'll come up, or Edward Reeb's Buddhist Books, or... If you want to focus on top, uh, Tipitaka, you can type in Tipitaka, and there's a separate podcast also on Spotify for that. When I was scuba diving in uh, Andaman and Nicobar Islands, uh, there was someone there asked what I did, and I mentioned, among other things, uh, doing, hosting podcasts. And she said, oh, are you on Spotify? And I was like, no. And there was this palpable sort of, oh, oh, oh podcaster, eh? I'm like, just because Joe Rogan, you know, well, anyway. Um, yeah, I was saying, no, I'm on Apple Podcasts. They invented podcasts. iTunes, all that. You know, the, every podcasting app, but no, not Spotify. But when I looked into it a little bit, it's a simple thing, and I'm not giving up ownership of the uh, content or anything like that by uh, putting it up there. So, enough about that. That is not very interesting, nor spiritual now, is it? Um, of course, it's only in a sort of roundabout way that these rules are spiritual. I mean, what is spiritual, really? Right? Our special guest today, a guy. Now, you might be asking yourself, why did Edward just uh, refer to a cow as a guy? And uh, if that is indeed what you're thinking, then you do not speak Hindi. Because... I just said it was a cow in Hindi, except the it's a uh, part that was English. Anyway, um, so this is, I think, meant to be a, a sacred cow, which is more of a Hindu thing. But, you know, I'm here in India. Lord Buddha spent most of his time in India, except for that part of his time, which he spent in Nepal. 
Of course, back then, they didn't call it that. Um, so, uh, yeah, does the cow need much of an introduction? I don't think so. But um, in the, since in the, in the previous episode and a few earlier ones, Lord Buddha was emphasizing the sacredness of all life, I thought it would be appropriate. And I've run out of guests. I need to get some more statues. Only kidding. I have enough statues. All right. So uh, the other way that you can get to the Spotify is in the, if you're on YouTube, in the uh, down below in the description of this episode, there's a link. And uh, that will take you to the website for um, Edward Reed's Buddhist Books podcast. And then right up there at the top, there's a purple icon, which if you have an iPhone, that's the one you click because that's Apple Podcasts. There's the, uh, the red one in the middle. That's YouTube, which you don't need to click that because you already found that one. And, uh, and then the one on the right, the green one, that's Spotify. So if you're on an Android phone and you have Spotify, then that's another way to get there. All right, enough about that. How is everyone? Everyone good? How are you? You good? He's back. All right. <clears throat> Expiation. Pakitia, 21. Oh, this is also on archive.org, the Internet Archive. Um, presumably, there it will last forever. Uh, it'll be on YouTube, presumably, forever or until the heat death of the universe. But uh, there's the algorithm to deal with. Um, archive.org, their whole thing is that they want to preserve the Internet. They want to preserve the content that's on the Internet for for our distant descendants uh, to be able to view a thousand years, two thousand years from now, and so on and so forth. I mean, that's not their whole thing, but uh, that's the idea. So all of these episodes are up there as well. Um, you might notice on the episode sites, it says you can view this through <clears throat> the purple or the black icon. That one is archive.org. Um, on the main page, if you scroll down to the bottom, you'll find among the 30 or so different podcasting platforms is a little black icon that's archive.org. Uh, there you can actually download these videos if you want to do that for some reason. Maybe you want to edit them into something, some project you've got going on. Who knows? We shall see. Expiation. Pakitia. 21. At one time, the enlightened one, the Lord was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. <clears throat> now at that time, monks who were elders, exhorting nuns, came to receive requisites of robes, alms food, lodgings, medicine for the sick. Then it occurred to the group of six monks, These guys. All right. It occurred to the group of six monks, quote, Your reverences, at present, monks who are elders, exhorting nuns, come to receive requisites, three dots, for the sick. Come, your reverences, let us too exhort nuns, end quote. Then the group of six monks, approaching nuns, spoke thus, quote, Now approach us, sisters, then we will exhort you, end quote, you is in parentheses. Then those nuns approached the group of six monks 
and having approached and greeted the group of six monks, they sat down at a respectful distance. Then the group of six monks, giving the nuns merely inferior talk on Dhamma, spending the day in worldly talk, dismissed them, saying, quote, go, sisters, end quote. Then these nuns approached the Lord, and having approached and greeted the Lord, they stood at a respectful distance. As they were standing at a respectful distance, the Lord spoke thus to these nuns, quote, I hope, nuns, that exhortation was effective, end quote. Quote, Lord, how could the exhortation be effective? The masters, the group of six monks, giving merely inferior talk, three dots, dismissed us, saying, quote, within quotes, go, sisters, end quote, within quotes, end quote. Then the Lord gladdened, roused, pleased, delighted these nuns with talk on Dhamma. Then these nuns, gladdened, three dots, delighted by the Lord with talk on Dhamma, greeting the Lord, departed, keeping their right sides toward him. Then the Lord, on this occasion, in this connection, having had the order of monks convened, questioned, the group of six monks, saying, Is it true, as is said, that you monks giving nuns merely inferior talk, three dots, quote within quotes, go sisters, end quote within quotes, end quote? It is true, Lord. The enlightened one, the Lord, rebuked them, saying, Quote, how can you, foolish men, giving nuns merely inferior talk on Dhamma, three dots, dismiss them, saying, quote within quotes, go, sisters. It is not, foolish men, for pleasing those who are not yet in parentheses pleased, three dots, end quote. And having rebuked them and given reasons talk, he addressed the monks, saying, quote, Monks, I allow, parentheses, you, and parentheses, to agree upon an exhorter of nuns. And thus, monks, should he be agreed upon. First, a monk should be requested, and having been requested, the order should be informed by an experienced, competent monk, saying, quote within quotes, honored sirs, let the order listen to me. If it seems right to the order, let the order agree upon the monk so-and-so as exhorter of nuns. This is the motion. Honored sirs, let the order listen to me. The order agrees upon the monk so-and-so as exhorter of nuns. If it pleases the venerable ones, let the monk so-and-so be agreed upon as Exhorter of nuns. Three dots, they should speak. Okay, so, so this is... I don't like that it's in three dots because this is a fun part. Um, if, the, if it seems good to the order, then let them be silent. If it does not seem good, then they should speak. All right. 
that sounded pretty silent to me. See, that's how they vote. And a second time I tell this matter, three dots, and a third time I tell this matter, let the order listen to me, three dots, they should speak. Silent again. Uh, the monk so-and-so is agreed upon by the order as exhorter of nuns. And it is right, three dots, thus do I understand this. End quote within quotes, end quote. Because Buddha was talking and saying what a person should say, the elder, experienced monk should say when they're doing this whole process. So quote within quotes, then quotes, right? Then the Lord, having rebuked the group of six monks in many a figure for their weakness, three dots, quote, three dots, and thus monks, this rule of training should be set forth. Whatever monk not agreed upon should exhort nuns, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. And thus this rule of training for monks came to be laid down by the Lord. Cheers. See the eight auspicious symbols? Now, at that time, monks who were elders and who had been agreed upon, exhorting nuns, came to receive, as before, requisites of Rome's alms food, lodgings, medicines for the sick. Then it occurred to the group of six monks, Your reverences, Lord Buddha's away, so... Your reverences, at present, the monks who are elders, parentheses, and who have been, end parentheses, agreed upon, exhorting nuns, are receiving, as before, requisites, three dots, for the sick. Come, your reverences, let us, going outside the boundary uh, of their particular avasa, doubtless with the idea of setting up as a sangha on their own and carrying out their own formal acts, Okay, that's in the footnote. Agreeing upon, agreeing upon one another as exhorter of nuns, exhort the nuns. Ah, end quote. Ah, hmm, hmm. This is like sort of subtly leaning towards schismatic behavior. They're going to set up their own little meeting, just the six of them, and elect one of them exhorter of nuns. Right. Okay, let's see where this is going. Then the group of six monks going outside the boundary, agreeing upon one another as exhorter of nuns, approached the nuns, approaching the nuns, said, quote, Now we, sisters, are agreed upon, so approach us and we will exhort you, you in parentheses, end quote. Then these nuns, three dots, parentheses, etc., as above, end parentheses, Three dots. Thank you, Miss Horner. I... Basically what, what happened before, right? Having rebuked them and given reasoned talk, addressed the monks, saying, quote, I allow you, monks, to agree upon... Oh, okay, okay, okay. So a bunch of shenanigans happened, and then the nuns told the Lord, and then he gave reasoned talk, 
And then he said, quote, I allow you monks to agree upon a monk endowed with eight qualities as exhorter of nuns. One who is virtuous, who lives restrained by the restraint of Patimokha. Hmm. The footnote doesn't help. I look forward to learning more about Patimokha. I'm sure it doesn't have anything to do with other kinds of mocha. Right. Who is possessed of good behavior and lawful resort, who sees danger in the slightest faults, who, undertaking, trains himself in the rules of training, who has become very learned, who knows the learning by heart, who is the store of learning, those things which lovely at the beginning, lovely at the middle, lovely at the ending, declare with the spirit, with the letter, the Brahma life, completely fulfilled, wholly purified. Such things come to be much learned by him. Learnt by heart, repeated out loud, carefully pondered over, well penetrated, by vision, both the Patimokas come to be properly handed down to him in detail, well-sectioned, well-regulated, well-investigated, rule by rule as to the linguistic form. This sounds like more than eight characteristics, but I guess he's going into detail about one of the characteristics. He comes to be of charming speech of charming delivery. Not too charming, I hope, if you're sending him to nuns. As a rule, he becomes dear to nuns, liked by them in parentheses. Parentheses by them in parentheses. He becomes competent to exhort nuns. He does not come to be one who, on going forth for the sake of the Lord, on being clad in the yellow robes, has previously committed, parentheses, some offense, end parentheses, against an important rule. He comes to be one of 20 years standing, or of more than 20 years standing. Monks, I allow you to agree upon a monk endowed with these eight qualities, as exhorter of none. End quote. Do any of you six have those eight qualities? Didn't think so. Whatever means three dots. Monk means three dots. If you saw the one before this one, we did the flashback. Nuns means ordained by both orders. Should exhort means, if he exhorts concerning the eight important rules, there is an offense of expiation. If he exhorts concerning another rule, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he exhorts one who has been ordained by one, parentheses, order only, end parentheses, there is an offense of wrongdoing. When that monk has been agreed upon, sweeping the cell, providing drinking water and water for washing, making ready a seat, taking a colleague, sounds like something 
that HR needs to be contacted about. Let's see what the footnote is. Uh, Dutia says, this means that a Dutia should be wanted for setting him free from offense in teaching Dhamma. Oh, oh, right. A learned man should be present. Right. Remember? Remember? If he's going to be alone with the nuns, then there should be a learned man. All right. We didn't forget that other rule. So uh, taking a colleague means like bringing a learned man, not, not the HR thing. They should sit down. The nuns going there, greeting that monk, should sit down at a respectful distance. They should be asked by that monk, quote then quotes, Sisters, are you all come? End quote within quotes. If they say, quote within quotes, Master, we are all come. End quote within quotes. He says, quote within quotes, Sisters, are the eight important rules being kept up? End quote within quotes. If they say, quote within quotes, Master, they are being kept up. End quote within quotes. He sang, quote in quotes, this sisters is the exhortation, and quote within quotes, should deliver it. If they say, quote within quotes, master, they are not being kept up, and quote within quotes, he should expound them. A nun who has been ordained, parentheses, even, and parentheses, for a century, must greet respectfully rise up from her seat, salute with joined palms, do proper homage to a monk ordained but that day. So here we see some of the remnants of the old patriarchal way of kind of the whole world for the most part. So a nun who's been a nun for a hundred years should pay homage to a monk who just became a monk that day because she's a nun and he's a monk. All right. You know, I mean, it is what it is. It's written down in the oldest scriptures. We can feel about it how we feel about it. Let's keep reading. This rule is to be honored, respected, revered, venerated, never to be transgressed during her life. A nun must not spend the reins in a residence where there is no monk. This rule is to be honored, three dots, her life. All right. Every half month, a nun should desire two things from the order of monks. The asking, parentheses, as to the date, and parentheses, of the observance day, and the coming for the exhortation. This rule is to be honored, three dots, her life. Respected, revered, venerated, never to be transgressed during her life is what goes in the three dots there. After the reigns, a nun must keep the ceremony held at the end of the reigns before both orders in respect of three matters. What was seen, what was heard, what was suspected. This rule is to be honored, three dots, her life. A nun offending against an important rule must undergo the manata discipline for half a month before both orders. This rule, three dots, her life. When as a novice she has trained in the six rules for two years, 
she should seek ordination from both orders. This rule, three dots, her life. A monk is not to be reviled or abused in any way by a nun. This rule, three dots, her life. I mean, as long as the monk is expected not to do, you know, I mean, that a person should not do that to a person, right? From today, admonition of monks by nuns is forbidden. Admonition of nuns by monks is not forbidden. Well, there you go. The double standard there in ink. This rule is to be honored, respected, revered, venerated, never to be transgressed during her life. So for people who thought that Lord Buddha was a feminist, I'm sorry to say he was not. If saying, quote within quotes, Master, we are all come, and quote within quotes, he speaks another rule, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If saying, quote within quotes, Master, we are not all come, and quote within quotes, he speaks the eight important rules, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If not delivering the exhortation, he speaks another rule, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that it is not a legally valid act, when it is not a legally valid act, and, in parentheses, exhorts, thinking that it is not all come, when the order of nuns is not all come, there is an offense of expiation. If he thinks that it is not a legally valid act, when it is not a legally valid act, parentheses, and, and parentheses, exhorts, being in doubt as to whether the order of nuns is not all come, there is an offense of expiation. If he thinks that it is not a legally valid act, when it is not a legally valid act, and, in parentheses, exhorts, thinking that it is all come when the order of nuns is not all come, there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether it is not a legally valid act, parentheses, and, and parentheses, exhorts, thinking that it is not all come when the order of nuns is not all come, three dots. If he is in doubt as to whether it is not a legally valid act and, in parentheses, exhorts, being in doubt as to whether the order of nuns is not all come, three dots, thinking that they are all come, three dots, there is an offense of expiation. I think, like, they have all come, they, they all came, they all arrived, they're all there. It's 1930s when she's translating this, so. All right. If he thinks that it is a legally valid act when it is not a legally valid act and, in parentheses, exhorts, thinking that it is not all come when the order of nuns is not all come, three dots, and, in parentheses, exhorts, being in doubt as to whether it is not all come, three dots, and, in parentheses, exhorts, thinking that it is all come when the order of nuns is not all come, there is an offense of expiation. If he thinks that it is not a legally valid act when it is not a legally valid act and, in parentheses, exhorts, thinking that it is not all come when the order of nuns is all come. Three dots, and, in parentheses, exhorts, being in doubt as to whether it is not all come. Three dots, and, in parentheses, exhorts, thinking that it is not, thinking that it is all come when the order of nuns is all come. There is an offense of expiation. There's just basically always an offense of expiation. No. If he is in doubt as to whether it is not a legally valid act and, in parentheses, exhorts, thinking that it is not all come when the order of nuns is all come, three dots, and, in parentheses, exhorts, being in doubt as to whether it is not all come, three dots, and, in parentheses, exhorts, 
Thinking that it is all come when the order of nuns is all come, there is an offensive expiation. This is one of those that's uh, relevant historically. That uh, you'll want to know this rule by heart if you plan on getting in a time machine and infiltrating a Terabon order 2,000 years ago. I don't know if they, maybe they still, some, some abide by this. If they do, you know, I like the Renaissance Fair too. Um, <clears throat> sorry. If he thinks that it is a legally valid act when it is not a legally valid act and in parentheses exhorts, thinking that it is not all come when the order of nuns is all come, three dots, and in parentheses exhorts, being in doubt as to whether it is not all come, three dots, and in parentheses exhorts, thinking that it is all come when the order of nuns is all come, there is an offensive expiation. Just one more page. If he thinks that it is not a legally valid act, when it is a legally valid act, and in parentheses exhorts, thinking that it is not all come when the order of nuns is not all come, three dots, and exhorts, being in doubt as to whether it is not all come, three dots, just trying to make it interesting, you know, that, and in parentheses exhorts, thinking that it is not all come when the order of nuns is not all come, not all of it, right? Uh, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether it is a legally valid act and exhorts, and being in parentheses, got to stop and just take some time to mention that, and is in parentheses. That's important for your test tomorrow. I don't know. I imagine some people might like be doing some kind of graduate studies program in like uh, comparative religion or something and might be assigned to read these Polytech Society translations and maybe they discovered my channel and Hi, if that's you, comment below if you're on YouTube. Otherwise, there's no place to comment on Spotify. Anyway, shall we jump back into it? If he thinks that it is a legally valid act, I'm not paying enough attention to be able to tell you, like if someone told me right now, like, explain the difference between when it's an expiation and when it's a wrongdoing. I'd be like, oh, when the order of nuns is not all come, but he thinks it is all come, and then it's a, a I don't know. I have no idea. But if I listen to this six times, I should be ready for time traveling back 2,000 years and infiltrating the Terabodden order. Otherwise, this isn't all that relevant to our path now, is it? I mean, just being honest here. If he is in doubt, yes. If he thinks that it is a legally valid act when it is a legally valid act and in parentheses exhorts, thinking that it is not all come, three dots, being in doubt, three dots, thinking that it is all come when the order of nuns is not all come, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he thinks that it is not a legal, legally valid act when it is a legally valid act, and in parentheses, thinking that it is all come when the order of nuns is all come, three dots, is in doubt, three dots, thinking that it is not all come when the order of nuns is all come, uh, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether it is a legally valid act and in parentheses exhorts, thinking that it is all come when the order of nuns is all come, there is an offensive wrongdoing. If he thinks that it is a legally valid act when it is a legally valid act and in parentheses, thinking that it is not all come when the order of nuns is all come, there is an offensive wrongdoing. Three dots. And in parentheses, exhorts, being in doubt as to whether the order of nuns is all come, there is an offensive wrongdoing. Three dots, thinking that the order of nuns is all come. When it is all come, there is no offense. Okay. There is no offense. Parentheses, in 
close parentheses, giving an exposition, giving an interrogation, if he expounds being called upon, <clears throat> quote within quotes, expound, master, end quote within quotes, if he asks a question, if having asked a question he speaks, if talking for the good of another, none's here, if it is to a female probationer, if it is to a female novice, if she is, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer. The first. Meaning the 21st, because this is the third group. The first one was 1 to 10, second 11 to 20. Number 21 is the first. <clears throat> I thought this might be a good time to um, bring back, I mean, it's not the first time, at least this is uh, White Tara, Yeshidawa, and uh, Green Tara. You can tell because she's green. Just kidding. You can tell because she's uh, looking like she wants to get up and, and help. She's not in full lotus position, where White Tara is in full lotus position, and she has eyes on her hands feet, as well as the third eye and the regular two eyes. Um, this is uh, green Tara. So Tara was a, uh, a nun at one time. I think her story is introduced in Vajrayana Buddhism. Um, and she took the vow of the Bodhisattva and she was told by her instructors that at some point she would have to incarnate as a man because in all of her incarnations up to that point, she had always been female. So she took the vow of the Bodhisattva, which we'll get into in the future with the Mahayana Buddhism, which is basically I will reincarnate until every being, every sentient being has attained nirvana. I will reincarnate as a bodhisattva and help and teach and act with compassion and assist all sentient beings in their path toward nirvana. I will not exit the wheel of samsara, right? Which is, you know, a little bit of a different idea than in, uh, in Theravada, which is kind of the whole point is to exit. And Mahayana introduced this point is let's not exit until every being is uh, coming with us. So she, she modified, basically, I mean, I might be telling a version of the story that's different from another version of the story, but uh, Tara modified her Bodhisattva vow. She said, I will uh, reincarnate until every sentient being has attained nirvana, and I will never incarnate as a man. So I, after reading that last uh, Pakitiya, I thought I'd balance out the energy a little bit, since that was very heavily, you know, old-fashioned, old male-dominated and patriarchal. I think that there were some people, you know, even uh, 1,500-some-odd years ago who felt similarly and uh, wanted to, to introduce ideas or, you know, they tapped into stories that contradict that kind of mentality. So she's... Uh, she's sort of a heroic feminist character in Buddhism, albeit Vajrayana Buddhism. So far, um, there isn't an, an equivalent in 
early pre-sectarian Buddhism. All right, so uh, there's that. The other thing I wanted to mention while, uh, while I'm on the subject, or while I'm in between episodes, I'm going to read one more. Um, or in between readings, in between Pakitiyas, uh, is my friend Ryan at uh, Praxis Behind the Obscure has recently uh, undergone, I think it was an eight-day or seven-day um, retreat, but it was online. So it was like a, something you do at home and connect with people through the internet. And uh, it was poly-text-oriented. So there were, there were scriptures not from the... Not from the first basket, not from the Vinaya Pitaka, but from the uh, the discourses uh, that he was required to read before the week began, and then there's meditation and all that sort of thing. So after he finished with that retreat, he interviewed one of the instructors, and if you would like, it's about an hour and a half, and you can listen to that conversation by clicking right here. All right, let's find out what Pakitiya 22 is, shall we? Expiation, Pakitiya, 22. At one time, the Enlightened One, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anattapindika's monastery. Now, at that time, monks who were elders exhorted the nuns in turn. Now, at that time, it came to be the turn of the venerable Kula Pantaka. Well, we haven't heard from Kula Pantaka yet, have we? So I don't know yet what uh, what it is that Kula Pantaka is about to do. So everybody, this is Kula Pantaka. Is he? What is he? Is he a, a llama? A horse? Have you seen something? So. Here we have the Venerable Kula Pantaka with the nuns. The nuns said, quote, Now today the exhortation will not be effective, for now Master Kula Pantaka will speak the same stanza again and again. End quote. Then these nuns approached the venerable Kula Pantaka, and having approached and greeted the venerable Kula Pantaka, they sat down at a respectful distance. Facing, facing the nuns. As they were sitting down at a respectful distance, the venerable Kula Pantaka spoke thus to these nuns, quote, Sisters, are you all come? End quote. Quote, Master, we are all come. End quote. Quote, Sisters, are the eight important rules being kept up? End quote. Quote, They are being kept up, Master. End quote. Quote, Sisters, this is the exhortation. End quote. Parentheses, and, delivering, parentheses, it, he spoke this stanza again and again. Quote, For the sage, high-minded, zealous, trained in paths of wisdom, for such tranquil, ever-mindful sorrows come not to be, end quote. The nuns spoke thus. Is it not as we said? 
the exhortation will now will not now become effective today. For now, Master Kula Pantaka will speak the same stanza again and again. End quote. The Venerable Kula Pantaka heard this conversation of those nuns. The Venerable Kula Pantaka, rising up above the ground, paced up and down in the air, in the sky. Then he stood, then he sat down, then he lay down in a sleeping place, then he was obscured, then blazed forth, then he disappeared. He spoke this same stanza at another long utterance of the Enlightened Ones. The nuns spoke, quote, Indeed it is wonderful, good sir. Indeed it is marvelous, good sir. Indeed never before has an exhortation come to be so effective as this one of Master Kulapantaka. End quote. Then the Venerable Kulapantaka, exhorting these nuns until the dark of the night dismissed them, saying, quote, Go, sisters. Then these nuns, staying outside the town because the town gate was closed, entered the town in the morning. People looked down upon, criticized, spread it about, saying, quote, These nuns are not leading the Brahma life. Having remained together with monks in the monastery, now they are entering the town. End quote. Monks heard these people who, three dots, spread it about. Those who were modest monks, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can the venerable Kulapantaka exhort nuns after sunset? End quote. So that's the crime. Three dots. Quote, is it true, as is said, that you, Kulapantaka, exhorted nuns after sunset? It is true, Lord, the Enlightened One. The Lord rebuked him, saying, quote, How can you, Kula Pantaka, three dots after sunset? Kula Pantaka, it is not for pleasing those who are not, yet in parentheses, pleased. Three dots, and thus, monks, this rule of training should be set forth. If a monk, even though agreed upon should exhort nuns after sunset, there is an offense of expiation. End quote. Agreed upon means, agreed upon by an, parentheses, official, close parentheses, act which, at which the motion is put three times and then followed by the decision. You remember that from a little earlier in this episode. After sunset means after the sun has gone down. Some of these monks aren't too bright. They need that explained. Nuns means ordained by both orders. Should exhort means if he exhorts concerning the eight important rules or concerning another rule, there is an offense of expiation. <clears throat> if he thinks that, parentheses, the sun, and parentheses, has set when it has set, parentheses, and, and parentheses, exhorts, there is an offense of expiation. If he is in doubt as to whether it has set, parentheses, and, and parentheses, exhorts, there is an offense of expiation. If he thinks that it has not set when it has set, 
and, in parentheses, exhorts, there is an offense of expiation. If he exhorts one who has been ordained by one, parentheses, order only, and parentheses, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that it has set when it has not set, there's an offense of wrongdoing. If he is in doubt as to whether it has not set, there's an offense of wrongdoing. If he thinks that it has not set, when it has not set, there's no offense. There is no offense, parentheses in, and parentheses giving an exposition, giving an interrogation, if he expounds being called upon, quote within quotes, expound master, end quote within quotes. If he asks a question, if having asked a question, he speaks, if talking for the good of another, none's here. If it is to a female probationer, if it is to a female novice, if he is mad, if he is the first wrongdoer. The second, <clears throat> meaning, of course, the 22nd. Wow. What was his name? I've already forgotten. See? Can have Kalapandaka, Kalapandaka, this guy. This is an interesting guy. He repeats the same stanza again and again, and people think that it's boring, but then he demonstrates with these uh, further men type acts, these supernatural acts, that he's attained these incredible heights, and that perhaps a person shouldn't dismiss him so quickly by the fact that he's repeating the same thing over and over. Maybe what he's saying over and over is important. But then the whole thing ends up being the setup for a rule that you're not supposed to teach nuns after sunset. I, for one, am looking forward to, like, two years from now, when we get into the 5th century common era Buddha Gosa commentaries and other uh, commentaries out of Burma and, and Sri Lanka about the uh, Tipitaka, because... I'm thinking, I'm hoping, that someone is going to go into some of these things. Because, I mean, this isn't the first time this has happened where there's been a very interesting, elaborate setup for something that ends up being totally unrelated to what the setup was. So, this is an interesting guy. I'm going to keep my eye on this one. Special thanks to our special guests. Um... The Lord's Buddha, Lady's Buddha, Lady Buddha, not not Lady Buddha like Smurfette, but like, you know, they say Lord Buddha, so Lady Buddha, right? Is that uh, Tara, the Taras? And, uh, of course, the guy who's not a guy in the sense of... Never mind. Um, uh, thank you to all of you for going on this sometimes interesting, strange ride. Um through the history of Buddhism, through the uh, oldest of the, the old scriptures of uh, pre-sectarian, early Theravada Buddhism. Well, it is what it is, and uh, fortunately, things have changed. In a lot of ways, there's still a lot of work to do. All right, well... Um, I'll go ahead and close.
to the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below. We send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Oh.